0: Welcome back everyone to the Poly Film Bros. Uh, this is Tomas.
1: And this is Gio here.
0: And, uh yeah, as some of you know, uh we've been looking forward to seeing uh Christopher Nolan's latest film, Tenet, which came out about a month ago. Uh we were able to see it about two, three weeks ago. And uh yeah, we're just gonna give us uh give you uh our thoughts. Right. Yeah.
1: That's that's the purpose of this podcast. I know we finally got around to it in uh yeah, so we hope you enjoy this podcast. So, I guess, um, starting out, Tom, I know it's been a while, but Tomas, what were your initial reactions? And, and I guess before we say, um, there will be spoilers, there will be spoilers in this podcast, Definitely, so, um, definitely. Just a warning go see Tenet and then come back and listen to us, unless you don't mind getting spoiled. But so, Tomas, uh as I was saying, your initial reactions to, just after seeing the film, what what was the first things that popped in your mind?
0: Yeah, you know, first of all, it's uh, just a very, you know, if you thought Inception was, um, like, mind-bending and uh, confusing, this is really complex, mm-hmm. mind-boggling, mind-bending, you know. Um, you really need to follow it. And I'll be honest, I'd, um, I'd, did not under i only understood like i don't even know if like fifty percent of what was going on like when I was watching it 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 took me a little while um you know like later that night to just think about it and um I started to piece a few things together but but um even without knowing too much um well i did i did have a basic understanding of what was going on, but you know even not know like being confused on like certain parts of the film certain parts of the plot it was still a very enjoyable very impressive um Mm -hmm. piece of uh of film and uh the work that had to go into it just is insane Mm -hmm. um the details and all that and um yeah well and then uh, one thing that was that's uh kind of negative though is the uh the this I guess the sound mixing, which I honestly didn't mind too much, you know. I know a lot of people really that ruined it for them, but I mean it was a little loud, but I kind of think it added to the experience, you mm-hmm. know. Right. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, when I watch it, um, when we get it on Blu-ray, um, we're definitely I definitely want to have uh closed captions on this time. Mm-hmm.
1: But um, yeah. What about you, Gio? Well, um. I, I have similar feelings. like when, when it was first over, well, when yeah, right when it ended, my my thoughts were just wow, this was something, this was incredible, and uh, of course I agree with you in that when we saw, because we saw Inception a, a a couple months ago, I think sometime in August, and uh, that that was pretty good, and that, I not, I'd say that was really good, and I enjoyed it and. Inception was, in, Inception was hard to follow. It was, um, you really had to pay attention for sure. And Inception is known for that. Um, and, you know, I there were parts of Inception I had trouble uh, figuring out. But once I got home, it didn't take me too long to pretty much piece things together regarding Inception. And I, there's probably still stuff I don't quite understand. But, overall, I think I get the whole picture. Tenet... Tenet, on the other hand, I still don't get everything. I, I get more... Like, um... I get more of the movie than I did when I first walked out of it. But I still... There's still quite a bit that I could... I do not know, and it's... Um, and that doesn't take away anything from it, like... B- just because you don't completely comprehend everything does not by any means take away anything from it. It just it's just such a big experience that you wanna you really wanna see it again, and uh, so yeah, I'll I agree with that point. But I'll say it was just m- my first reaction was just wow, it's incredible, it's mind blowing, very exhilarating. Yeah. Um, and it was even um, there were emotional parts too, and um, the music I think was really good. It was mixed by Ludwig Goransson. Um. And they really brought out the best in the action sequences. And we can talk about each of these aspects as we go on in this, in this topic. But, yeah, overall, just incredible. And I can't wait to see it again. So, yeah. yeah. And there were some very mind-blowing moments. There were moments that I didn't see coming that were just sort of, like, blew, blew my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like you said, there were uh, actually um, emotional parts of the movie Mm-hmm. um for sure, and the soundtrack you know of course, a lot of people um were not not disappointed but uh were like kind of um i don 't know uh bombed i don 't know if that's the word to see that uh hans Zimmer uh was not uh scoring this film, mm-hmm. but I feel like this film really um re- really uh suited ludwig mm-hmm. his score it really just um it really felt right that he scored it yeah the soundtrack was just great um and it it, it was really like you said exhilarating mm-hmm. and uh that's i guess why you know the soundtrack it the soundtrack was loud in the movie, but I kind of didn't mind it at times just because of um of how how good the soundtrack was,
1: you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I I agree, and that all I'll, um. So do do you think you want to go through the whole movie like and give commentary or just like specific scenes that we can talk about like because I think that would be easier. Specific yeah, definitely, part, because it's quite
0: might be here the whole day. Yeah, you know. exactly. If we
1: were to do the whole movie. So um, I'll say that um, when you talk about the sound mixing being bad or or it's not that great. I think and many you just sort of mentioned it in passing, but I have heard from other like YouTube video essays or, or other reviews that the sound mixing was a problem. Um there's like a brief part or a couple parts maybe you could find where you heard like when he, the protagonist who's played by John Wa- David Washington and we can we can call him John David Washington or just John to, for shorter. But anyways, this protagonist, he he was on the boat Early on, like within the first ten minutes of the movie, and he, um, he just, he was having a conversation with this guy who was part of the agency tenant. Yeah, right. And I part part of the operation. The operation, or something like that. Um, I had a hard time hearing them because, like, the sound of the ocean and the boat, like the sound was just off. So there was like, there may have been a couple other moments like that where the sound was off where you could where everything oh just overpowered the dialogue so I think that was an issue but overall I don't think that it was yeah Um, overall I think it was fine and honestly you know I agree with you that the loud actually makes it um, makes it part of what mm-hmm. um keeps the action exhilarating and keeps you engaged and it catches you off guard at times yeah so uh, speaking of that the, fir- the opening scene, right. Um, the opera house. So they were at the opera house, and this was in... Was it in... Um, 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 Kiev, I think that's it? what it's called, yeah. Cause, and what What about Talon? Wh- why was it called Rainy Night Sin? I'm not sure. So but anyways, you'll probably look it up. But in any case, the, during the opera, and um, I, f- I figured, I don't know why, just for whatever reason... You know, you guessed when you see trailers. I guessed that, oh, the opera scene would probably occur... Like, maybe halfway through the movie. At least halfway. Maybe even towards the end. And then... But it, we open up with that opera scene. I'm like, okay. And probably, what would you say, Tomas? Within 15 seconds, if even that... There's, like, gunshots. Yeah. And opens it, up very loud, opens very up, intense. And it is loud. And I... I think there's a, there was a time during that during the opening sequence where I looked over at Tomas and I said this is just so loud it, right yeah and it was just like Very I loud. was I thought okay wow we're in the action like what's going on just a bunch of assailants start shooting up the place and then it cuts to uh oh, train tra- well uh n um, the car it cuts t- it cuts to uh the ins- the the van filled with right. The, uh, like, I don't know what you're calling. Yeah, a van filled with these, like, agents, probably special CIA, ops. yeah, special ops CIA type agents, um, that are in the car. And the, one of them, the driver says, Get ready, Americans, or Get ready, the Americans. Did they say that? I, I, I'm not sure. Something like that. And he looks at, um, John David Washington and he gears up, and then they go in and they, like, um, Defend the opera house at least that's what it seems because you know we honestly we don't know who's on whose side but it's just straight out action and then um the protagonist break um, goes into a room shoots a couple takes out a couple guys with um, by shooting them and then he said utters words there are no fre- um we live in a twilight world and then the uh, um and then the guy explains to or, or replies to John David Washington's character, "There are no friends at dusk." And I thought, okay, that's pretty cool. And uh, then it's like, and throughout this, I'm I'm having trouble telling you sort of, um, think, okay, who's who, you know, because everyone's sort of in SWAT yeah, that's well, fighting. Mm-hmm. And then like, it looks like someone inverts a bullet, right? Yeah. And that's what is like inversion is like a weird thing to explain but entropy or something like yeah that. it's basically um moving things f- through time from the f- future to the past it, yeah it's
0: it's reversing one's object it's like right. reversing the object um but it's not time shareable
1: so another one of the men like geared up in SWAT saved the protagonist when he by inverting a,
0: a bullet through one of the
1: right. uh armed assailants or whatever exactly and i thought huh something looks weird it looks pretty cool but um sooner or later the protagonist is captured right mm-hmm. and uh he's like tortured beat in front of in by the train tracks and then he takes a suicide pill he wakes up i'll say, i'll say this okay. um the the beginning mm-hmm. um the opera
0: house scene yeah it was very loud i did not mind that at all i agree okay when they got on the train tracks, the train tracks were really loud. Mm-hmm. That I, I, you know, it was a little bit bothersome just okay. because there were di- there was dialogue, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I couldn't hear any any or I couldn't hear, um, I couldn't hear like fifty percent of the stuff that was being said. Mm. Okay. So that was where it became a little bit of a problem. But
1: yeah. I, uh Yeah. I guess I could see that, but yeah, it's uh, right. Yeah. That, so that the train track scene. Um, that was when he took the suicide capsule, and it turns out that it wasn't really suicide capsule. He, he, uh, he woke up. Yeah. On a boat, on like this big freight freighter mm-hmm. um, ship out in the ocean, and were there windmills around or something? Oh yeah. And uh, that's when that he says, "Okay, that's when." And this scene is in the trailer when the guy tells him, "I got one word for you, tenant and um and then the protagonist he goes into this room to train with this woman, um, this like she's a doctor or some like scientist, right? And mm-hmm. she has a lab coat and um she's explaining to him we're trying to stop World War Three and she's played by she's played by the woman who plays Fleur De Corps who, um who's I think one of the Weasley's wife in Harry Potter, so that was pretty cool, but yeah, she had like a pretty small role in it, but that was still cool, but yeah, um, she, she explains to him that we're trying to stop World War Three, um, and it's not a nuclear holocaust, it's something worse, and it's, and, uh, then he shoots, he inverts bullets for the first time, so that, and then that was like basically, um, that's probably it. I don't think the first act ends around there, but like that's like I guess like that's after that then the the plots really starts to pick off, yeah what you say, okay,
0: yeah, yeah, but um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah <clears throat> so yeah so so not long after that he the protagonist uh meets um, meets Neil Neil yeah, yeah and then that's where right.
0: they go to um Mumbai,
1: right, and they right for some. And right, because somehow they trace like the bullet, bullet cartridges. Yeah, to the um, to some arms dealer Arm- I guess yeah. in Mumbai. Um, and they inter- It turns out that it's not this guy. It's, it's his wife, mm. Priya, and, and then she gives them. She tells them about some Russian, right, mm-hmm. um, arms dealer. Yeah, and uh, and then he, and then the protagonist goes, and and it's. Tomas like why don't you explain because it's kind of like complicated
0: well it turns out she's actually a member of of Tenet right Priya yeah and she's talking about how um the cartridges were inverted um by Seder who is uh who is gonna be introduced in a little bit Mm -hmm. who is the main uh, antagonist yeah and they're at um they're originating from uh place Stalsk Stalsk twelve, which is where the final battle takes place. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Which is a which is an old Soviet uh city which is abandoned. Mhm. And uh, she tells him how uh Seder can uh how Seder can uh communicate with the future and this is how this is where um he learns about Seder. The protagonist learns about Seder. Right. Um so yeah.
1: And then, and then there's the. Um, I think we should talk about the plane scene because that's the other. Yeah. That's the other like scene that really stands out. So, mm-hmm. he somehow like I guess there and I didn't understand the point of the plane scene at all. Yeah. The, um, when I was watching it, I still don't totally understand, but I think I have a general idea, and that's they have to get the painting, off. There's some painting they need to get, from, um, this plane, this cargo plane. Um, or from the airport. Right. Something like that. So they decide to crash. And that's when he says um, in the trailer, we're, we're p- crashing a plane, you know, mm-hmm. Robert Patterson. And he said, well, not like in the air. That's We're not too dramatic. Yeah. Um, so that was a cool scene. And I expected that to be more like towards the end. Maybe not the climax, but towards the end, like right before the climax. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. It was a big action scene right there. And you know, the plane scene, that was cool. It was done like, um, it was done. They actually crashed that plane. It was zero CGI. So that was really cool. But that was one thing. What was uh, right after the plane scene, like the, it was um, what, the protagonist and Neil, who's played by Robert Pattinson, they're in like this room. Um, and what is there a name for that room, Tomas? Where the paintings are. Yeah. Or, um, or was that just where the cargo was? Um, I don't know what
0: the name for that room is, but they had to extract the painting. Right. So and, they, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because, I guess, Cat, who is Sator's wife, wife, he was keeping her under his control with that. Or, mm-hmm. Um. So they were getting that.
1: Yeah. Right, um, right, and and in that room, um, there's these, there's, out of the, those, um, like things that invert things, those big, you know what I'm saying, Tomas? No. See, that's the thing about this movie, there's so much that, like, I don't know the name of, you know? Yeah. But, um, so anyway, like, out of, like they go into they're in this room, they see bullet holes in the wall. I you know in the glass. And they're and um Neil is like, What happened here? And but the protagonist says, Whatever has has not happened yet. And then not long after he says that, this guy in SWAT pops out, starts um um starts fighting um the protagonist. In, in like in an inverted manner and it's pretty cool and meanwhile in the other like because they're sort of divided by this glass on the other side of the glass there's another guy that pops out and he's fighting um Neil and the guy fighting Neil is not inverted but the guy fighting the protagonist is and it's it's pretty cool some good uh choreography
0: I thought there was just one I thought it was there was just one um uh uh I thought there was just one, one guy. One guy fighting both of them. Oh right. And he was going through different walls because. No, you're right. Right. Yeah. You're right. And it's revealed. And it is revealed later on. Um, yeah.
1: What? Yeah. No, it is two different. Um, no, I'm sorry. It's one different guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, revealed later throughout the uh, film.
1: That, that it is one guy. Um, yeah. yeah, that it's one guy. Uh, uh, yeah. But, um... So uh, so that was a pretty cool scene. And then, like... Um... Neil... He he doesn't really get to fight this guy. He just sort of... Takes the mask off. Chases him. Pushes him to the ground. And then, you know, takes the mask off. And then he's like... He's like, okay, I beat this guy. I handle him. And then he goes to... Um the protagonist and the protagonist finally beat this guy he has him he's got a gun to his head ask who sent him and and Neil goes uh, you know you don't need to don't kill him and then um, the protagonist eventually listens sort of lets go and this guy goes flying out and um, flying out of that room and you're like okay that's the last we see of him so that was a cool scene and then after that it sort of slows down huh like so that's one of the negatives I will s- say about the film is that the second act just sort of slows down. So um it w- and that's because uh n- the protagonist is with um Seder and uh his Cat. wife Kat and thi- and and there things just really not much happens. It's a lot of dialogue and um I was a little bored then. But uh that all changes so so what Thomas, so far what did you have anything to add is there any um, like other scenes that you really want to hit on because I, I think there's a I think I know a few that we could touch on
0: yeah um well when there uh, during the middle section of the film uh, the sailing scene mm-hmm. um the I couldn't understand anything from the yeah. sailing scene neither could I uh but other than that everything was pretty fine. Mm-hmm. And uh great great cinematography. Yeah, I agree. When they were in Europe mm-hmm. on the uh, uh I don't know where they were.
1: Yeah, they just landed in Europe.
0: Yeah. It was uh it, it great great cinematography. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say.
1: Yeah yeah that is one thing is there was cinematography that was pretty nice but I know the next scene that like really stands out at me is uh well the car chase so they have they have to get some um is it plutonium it's uh Neil and the protagonist need to get plutonium out of a truck while it's moving yeah um because that could... Like, that's very important. I guess it's inverted.
0: Well, is he... Uh, that's... That's, um... I think that's, uh... The piece of plutonium... Okay. That he lost earlier in the film.
1: Mm. So that was cool. Like, that car chase... Um... There was, like, inversion in that car chase, wasn't there? Like, what I liked is that there... Um... During... During the sequence, when as um, they have the protagonist like sort of jump on, um, like jump on a fire truck, you know, yeah, and he like used the ladder on it to climb swing. his way to swing to the other truck where the um, plutonium was, and then they extracted it, and and he went back to the car where Neil was, so everything's good, but then so um, what's his name comes what's that guy's name, uh, Sater comes out and he's pointing a gun at, um, at Cat. And he's saying, uh, you gotta turn it in. Um, you turn, give me the plutonium or she's gonna get a bullet to the head. Yeah. And, if, and he does. And, and, uh, the protagonist, he gives the plutonium. And then later on, somehow the, what, like, he gets taken, right? John David Washington?
0: No, he goes through the, um, Blue room.
1: Right, he goes to... Which which is inverted. Which is inverted. And...
0: And then he goes into the inverted world. And she... To save Cat, I'm pretty sure. Right,
1: and he goes to save Cat because, like, he... Because... Um... Seder shot Cat with an inverted bullet. While... While he was, like, trying to extract the truth out of... Um... Out of, uh... The the protagonist, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So that yeah, and then he he saved cat, and then there was another character, Ives, that he is like one of the soldiers that helped them out, and he's he helped them with the operation to get plutonium, but now he's like sort of a main character throughout the rest of the film, yeah, so by by the um I'd say from the car chase, especially by the end of the car chase, on is the, like the third act, and this is where stuff sort of heats up. And like, what else? Did you have anything else to say, Tomas? No. Okay, so... Well, the next scene... Like, what really... For some... What really was a cool scene that... uh, This was like one of my favorite scenes. I might say it might be my favorite of the movie. But it's at least one of them. And this is like a stand... It's amazing. And this is when... For Neil and uh the protagonist take Kat to the airport where they were a few days earlier. And they're there the same day that they crashed the plane. Because you know they inverted there, right? hmm So um do you know why they're there, Kamas or does it even matter or Yeah, um
0: So the protagonist starts out The opera house, then goes to Mumbai. Mm Mm-hmm. Then the airport. Mm Mm-hmm. Then he goes, um, and they extract the plutonium. Right. Then he goes to the red room, blue room, gets inverted. Yeah. And they, and, uh, um, well, um, I guess Max gets in, or I'm sorry, not Max, uh, Neil gets inverted with him. Mm Mm-hmm. And they go back to where they would be at the air at the um airport scene, yeah, all right, and they have cat with them because they picked her up when they were going back um they they got her back when they were going in uh in the inverted car chase scene right, and now they're willing her through um now they're willing her through. Uh you know, I honestly don't You don't know? No, yeah, I I think nor. that's
1: I think that's what's happening. Yeah, but like no, that's what my question was why were they at? Why were they at the airport? Why did they have to go back to the airport when they were there a couple of days ago?
0: So they can um so they can once they get to where they were at the airport, yeah. inverted, they can now Go back to real time.
1: Hmm. Okay. And
0: that's where he talked to Priya.
1: So okay, they can. So that's the only way to get back to real time was to go there for some reason, or that that was like the gateway back, I guess. Okay, no, I I see what you're saying. No, I I I think I understand now. So. Right, and so it was like the plane crashed. It was Priya, and uh, no, no, I'm sorry, not Priya. Cat was being being wheeled by. Neil and the protagonist, they pass like the the burning engine of the plane being put out by firefighters, and like it's like okay yeah this is cool this was a few days ago, and then like the engine explodes again, and it sends the protagonist who's in like this black SWAT gear like to protect himself I guess it sends so he doesn't run into himself or something because you know that would like. That would end his existence. So, so he that. can breathe. Because right. he can't breathe. So he can breathe. No, no, no that's right. Because he's inverted. That's right. And that's why Neil had a similar uh, thing on. Uh, no, so okay, I remember. So, yeah, thanks. So, the, an ex- the engine explodes again. And it sends uh, the protagonist flying through this, like, door. And, you know, all the while he's inverted. And right as he enters... He runs into himself, and my initial reaction, then I'll ask you for my your reaction, but my initial reaction to that was, no, he, he ran into himself, he touched himself, he's going to stop existing. And then I thought, no, I, I don't know if that will necessarily happen. Then like half a second or a second later, I see this looks familiar, and I see himself from the past is holding a gun to his head, and I think, okay, no, 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 this is the fight scene that happened earlier on in the film in the you know when he, when mm-hmm. the guy one inverted one not inverted fight the protagonist anew. and I thought oh my gosh that was him and my mind was blown and then like the fight scene kept on going on but like in reverse in reverse the way we saw it and I thought this is just insane and I Tomas you can attest that like right when I figured it out I was that I figured it out I was like oh my, like, I said, what the heck? Or, like, wow. Or, oh my gosh, like, this is something really cool. Um, and it made the fight scene, because the fight scene was cool already, but it made it even more, like, even more breathtaking that, to even think that this, to understand what's going on here. Um, and I was like, wow, this is just incredible. And then finally, I think you, uh, now I get it, that he went, um, The protagonist from the future or the present, whatever you prefer, Um, he, the protagonist who's inverted, gets in the thing to get not inverted. So now he's normal again. He comes out the other end. He runs into Neil and he's not inverted. And then Neil catches up to him. Neil shoves him to the ground and takes off his mask. And then Neil finds out and Neil's like, okay. So now it all makes sense. So that's why Neil told the protagonist to, to not kill this the guy in SWAT because the guy in SWAT was a protagonist inverted from the future. So I thought that was really cool and like right after that scene, eventually the protagonist um you know our protagonist that we're following the, who with this who just got not inverted. He catches up with Neil and uh what's her and cat uh, and they get out of there and uh but and I thought okay and that is like the end of I'd say the third act, and mm-hmm. everything after that is the fourth act, but like I you know the movie I liked already, there were great scenes in it, but when that scene happened, that like raised the movie up just a little bit for me, and I thought, wow, yeah, and from that on i and from that on, I was really engaged um so yeah that that was just that was just something else, so you. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Tomas? Well, what did you think about that scene?
0: Yeah, um, it definitely was very cool when mm-hmm. uh, when it was revealed that they were th- that it was the protagonist uh, all along, and uh, it all just it, it all just made sense, <coughs> you know. But at mm-hmm. the same time, it was uh, mind-boggling. Yeah, but, it uh, was
1: very. Yeah, it, I know. It was nuts. But yeah, that that was just insane and the music of course too was just um, coalesced greatly with it and you know I, I'll just say this about the movie there's a it felt very like cold did it to you Pilla? um i guess so like especially scenes like that it just felt like you could feel the yeah. well
0: because when you're inverted it's
1: cold interesting yeah well they he definitely succeeded in making it feel like really cold and, um, like almost like you were gasping for breath. So, and, um, I've seen that with other Nolan films. Um, but yeah, especially this, this just really, um, had that feel like something was like something, something to keep you really, um, Suspense, I guess. But yeah, so that was a great scene, and then there was the whole ending battle. And like, did you want to touch on that, or did you? What else did you want to talk touch on, Tomas?
0: Um, yeah, not much
1: else, I guess. Well, yeah, I guess we
0: can move on to the
1: the ending, the very the very last parts. I oh, know uh, the end. Well, Thomas, I'll just ask, what did you think about the ending? And if you could, like, describe the ending, what what would you, how would you describe the ending?
0: Well, I was lost um, mm-hmm. after, I mean, even, I didn't even know why they were um, back at the airport. And then he went and talked to Priya. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I honestly, I forgot, I thought the movie was going to end right there mm-hmm. when he was talking to her. But then it kept on going. And they went invert. they inverted themselves again um, yeah. to go to Stalsk uh 12 uh, and prepare for battle mm-hmm. um and and I was I was pretty lost I didn't know what was going on but and then I sort of picked up um what they were doing at the uh at the battle as they were extracting um the rest of the plutonium. plutonium, I think it was. But yeah, it was one of the most. Um, it was the one of the most insane, coolest uh, action scenes, I've seen. Right. And it would. It just. It would. It really delivered. <laughs> it was a. Um, the action in it was just really crazy looking and mm-hmm. cool. Um, and. Uh yeah. A lot of details in there, that make sense after, uh, you watch the movie. Exactly. So yeah.
1: And. Also the the, sound was loud again. Yeah, like, which I didn't mind because no one was. No one was exactly. really talking. Well, sometimes I they agree. would talk. So,
0: Uh, you know, but most of the time they weren't talking.
1: Mhm. I agree, and it's uh. Well, that's the thing is it was always loud but like you it was the beginning and and the scene where they extracted the plutonium and then the end especially like the final battle when they were the two teams were dropped off the blue team um neil was on the red team Ives, and uh what's his and uh the protagonist and the blue team was inverted or which team was inverted thomas i think it was the blue team yeah the blue team was inverted um. And the red team was not, and the blue team had ten minutes, right? Of mm-hmm. In, inversion, minutes. that they would to get their mission done. The red team had ten minutes to get their mission done, and that's ten on two sides. So it's tenet. Yep. So that was pretty. That was one of the reasons for the name, of course, because Christopher Nolan is just Christopher Nolan. So of course he's gonna do. Um, he's gonna um. Build like his whole his whole film around that um, Yeah, well, but I think
0: the main reason was for something called the Seder Square
1: yeah the Seder Square but we talked talk about that in a little bit mm-hmm. well yeah and I still I'll tell you I still don't quite understand like the ending the final battle like they're in some eastern European country are they they're in uh,
0: Stalsko 12 hmm. which is uh, uh, that old abandoned Thing that Priya was talking about.
1: Yeah,
0: where uh, where um. I don't know. Is that where Sayer? Is that where Sayer found the first? Um, is that where Seder found the plutonium? Because hmm. he he revealed that he found the plutonium. Um. Yeah. I'm yeah, I sure. think it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, whoever created it in the future, hit it there.
1: The Seder square
0: no or the the plutonium the plutonium and the and the artifacts to okay to um to uh what is it called
1: yeah to uh huh i'm i actually don't know to inverse inversion okay that would lay the groundwork for it i guess mm-hmm okay yeah yeah that makes sense so and their what was their mission? They had to, to extract, extract that extract that that's right. So okay, yeah, that makes sense. Now you know, it's funny as we're doing this con- this podcast, I'm figuring stuff out. If we're, if we're talking about the right stuff. Um, right. And I think we are. And people of course like pretty much really everyone who listens to this knows what we're talking about or like kind of understands and um and they know exactly how that the feeling that it's you know it it takes you gotta pay attention and even if you do you gotta see it uh, quite a few times to get what's going on but yeah um the action was incredible seeing like them shoot bazookas and like grenade launchers at buildings in reverse you know like a building would be down and then they sh- like invert invert shoot it inverted and then it would like go back up. And explode yeah. in a different way, like a lower part. And that was pretty cool. And, uh... And then they had a... And meanwhile, and this... Um, Elizabeth Debicki's character, who... Um... Who's great. Elizabeth Debicki plays, uh... Cat. She, yeah, she plays Cat, Seder's wife. And she also plays Aisha in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, one of my favorite movies. And I just had to throw that in there, Tomas. Um... But, yeah, uh, um... Elizabeth T. character, Cat, who's Sater's wife, she... She goes back. She goes back to Sater's boat, to his yacht. And where, where they split up. Or where where seconds ago, or minutes before, her past self... Jumped off the boat. Jumped off the boat and was... Or no, minutes, like, left the boat with the son. Um, Max, I guess. And they, they, they left because... Um, be, because she just, I I guess because why because he's a bad guy I guess or something. Because like
0: she that. she said that uh, he'll leave her he'll leave her alone if she doesn't see Max or right like yeah and she went out on a fit of rage
1: right yes yeah exactly and then um and she told this story earlier to the protagonist that as she was coming back to the boat she saw a woman jump off and it turns out that woman was her in inverted in the future and so yeah her herself she goes um, she goes and she like distracts Sater but she ends up killing him um, because and she just had to let him know that he cannot win and um, and there's so much like there's even so much more to that where I don't even know if I can explain you know Mm hmm but like people who watch it they know but it's. But, um. And as is, I just know as this is going on, the protagonist is down, like, underground, fighting some of the other, like, soldiers. And they're trying to defuse a bomb, right, Tomas?
0: Yeah, from exploding down there so they can't retrieve it, I guess. Right. And the,
1: the important part is, like, the protagonist is about to get shot, but then another one of the soldiers jumps in his way. Mm-hmm. And protects him, and he looks and and he sees this guy who protected him has this like orange or red, which was yeah keychain, which key was seen chain.
0: in the opera scene,
1: right? A, a keychain on his back, which makes sense because which is seen on the opera scene at the beginning of the film, and that and the guy at the opera scene um, who inverted the bullet to save protagonist. So this guy saved him twice, um, and you know there's again there's so much to this. I can't explained it all so they get out long story short but you know how they're all successful but like the next scene that really was cool and it's like they it was Ives Neil and the protagonist like everyone has done their mission it's all done they take the artifacts to make like inversion possible they split them up between all of them right yeah because like I guess they can't all have one which is I guess is smart
0: it's like the Infinity Stones, right?
1: And then like, um, Ives, and then Neil just gives his like, part artifact to, protagonist. The protagonist and Neil explains, yeah, I'm not over the mission yet. Um, I gotta go. And what was what did he say? I'm gonna be inverted again or something like no, that. No,
0: he says, uh, I forget what he said. He says something like he has to go, finish uh, the job or something like that.
1: Okay, and. Come on, you want to say what happens when he turns around.
0: Yeah, he's got that same keychain that was seen at the beginning in the opera house and yep. uh when he saved uh the protagonist, towards right. the end, which makes sense considering um they went back. Mm-hmm. And uh when they were fighting at that battleground, yeah. it was the same day that they that uh, the, or like maybe like a, a little a little bit before. The uh, opera house happened. Okay. So, Neil had to go over to the opera house. Or, Neil was probably over at the opera house. Yep. Uh, I don't know when he would have gone. Before the battle? He couldn't have gone after the battle because... He was shot. Because he was shot and he sacrificed
1: himself. Right. Kill. So... Yeah, I don't know. So he probably, yeah, just right after the battle, he I'm gonna guess, he went and inverted himself to the opera house did his thing there and then he and then he got out of there and then went to uh, went to the battle as an inverted and saved the protagonist something like that yeah um, but either way like when I when that happened I mean I guess Tomas you, you can just explain when you saw the red thing because I, I didn't get it at first I, I looked he turned around and the red thing and I thought huh I guess he was down there and I think I had to ask Tomas, I said, Listen, what does that mean? And then Tomas explained to me and I thought, Wow Um, but Tomas, what did you think like when that was like one of my favorite scenes, what did you think when it was revealed that that red keychain was um Neils?
0: Yeah, it's definitely an emotional part, mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. Um and it you know, it made sense, you know, throughout the whole movie he was there. And it, it was sad also because he He's known the protagonist for years yes. now mm-hmm. um but he can't say anything because it'll disrupt the mission right um, but you know it's fine because they get up to some fun stuff yeah
1: like... well that's what like
0: oh yeah and I forgot um Neil says that he's the he um that the protagonist is the one is the one who organized tenet. And he's the one who recruited Neil.
1: Yes, yeah, and that—that that, I agree. That scene was really. That's. I'd say that's probably my favorite scene of the whole movie. Mm-hmm. When that, ha- I thought, okay, wow. When I figured that out with the help of Tomas, I thought, wow. Uh, and then, and the protagonist went like, I like how the protagonist went. Is there um, like something like is there a way to stop the, um, what happened in the past or. Mm-hmm. Or what's gonna happen? And he said, "No, what, what's already happened is done." Yeah. And he said, "Oh, Neil, you were, never told me who recruited you." And that's when, as Tomas said, Neil revealed, "I liked all that," mm-hmm. and it was emotional. I almost cried and almost teared up. And I thought, "Wow!" And that at that point, I thought, "Okay, this is uh like, I, I, it, like the first part. Like I when the." When I figured out that the Protagonist fought himself His inverted self at the airport Like that made the movie go up for me But then the end when I found out That Neil Like was there at the beginning And Neil and I did not even Find out Neil was out out there At the beginning until recently But when I was in a theater anyway I found out that Neil he was there Underground and he sacrificed himself for uh, The protagonist I thought wow This is great like Tomas it was emotional, and I love how it fades, like that ending scene, it fades to like a voiceover of Neil and uh, the protagonist talking and the pro- and talking about a conversation they had earlier in the film where they say, what if uh, like we say all these lives saved and nobody knows, you know. Yeah. And they won't have to do something. And I thought, wow. And then Priya is pulled up in her car with her drivers and assassins. She's looking at cat wait what did you think of that like cause that scene
0: I didn't understand I didn't know why uh, she was gonna kill her I don't
1: I still don't know why she was gonna do that do you know no I do not I never even thought about why I just thought yeah she's a bee but like I mean cause um I remember she said okay do it do it when the sun's away I thought what I thought, okay, this woman's terrible. And th- thankfully, you know, I, I like, thankfully, um, the protagonist comes out of nowhere, kills the assassins, and she asks, I, and I like that part where she asks, who, um, how did you know I was here? And he mm-hmm. said, posterity. And that was cool, because there was a callback to the earlier part of the film, where he tells uh he tells Kat, Give me a call give um give me a call if you're ever in trouble and she says, How will you know? And he's or who oh, will yeah, answer yeah. and he said posterity. I so I like that comment. Mm-hmm. And then like he just narrates the film and it while it shows Kat and Posterity. What's the, what the heck? Well, yeah. Google um voice. Google Translate, I guess. But yeah protagonist narrates the film as it fades out uh, and it shows cat and her son max as it fades out and then travis scott rap starts and mm-hmm. um, that's the ending but that was like i was like wow of course you know as i am like with every movie i see i go wow yeah you know um because everything is well but yeah it, um so yeah my initial reactions were just wow and this is incredible um, and even to this day, I pretty much have the same thoughts. It's there's a lot I don't understand. I understand a little more, um. But it was it was really, it was just a re- great experience in the theater. I'm glad I'm glad, because Tomas, we you and you were gonna see, Tenet or um New Mutants, New Mutants, and I kind of wanted to see both, but it didn't look like that was gonna happen. And I'm so glad we picked Tenet, you know? Yeah. Um, just like, I'm glad we saw Inception at the theater. Because, uh, you know, we saw Inception a couple months ago. Yeah. And Tomas, I know you said we could have saw Interstellar before that. Get like the Nolan trilogy, Interstellar, Inception, Tenet. Yeah. Um, but we didn't, and we can see Interstellar another time. Um, but I'm, this, like, I want to see as many Nolan movies now. After Tenet, I'm like a Nolan fan now. Um, Because I just, I think he's excellent. And I'll say about this movie. That was like the most Nolan film. Everything about it. The soundtrack. The action sequences. The characters. The way they interacted with each other. The way it was written. It was tough to understand. And like complex is a better word. It was very complex like Inception. Um... It had like, I guess some of the same. I I don't know that much about Memento, but I guess it had. Uh, um, I think it might have similar, like the way it's paced or the way like a non-linear story format. I could be totally wrong, but because I never see Memento, um, it has like the action sequences are like The Dark Knight or like Mission Impossible Fallout. It just and some of the hues at times it just is peak Nolan. You know yeah um, and it's I'm I'm a big fan of as I'm I know you are Tomas and I'm very excited to see it on blu-ray um, but did did you have anything else to add to that is there anything you wanted to say Tomas any commentary any anything you wanted to comment on action scenes music characters uh, the plot anything at all you can go ahead
0: um, well, there's a, there's a theory that, um, Max is Neil, which I totally think yeah. is true. Um, because it just makes sense.
1: hmm
0: And there's timelines, that, um, exp- timeline explanations and all that, you know, videos on YouTube, which, you know, kind of leads to that. It, it, it looks like that would be the explanation, that that is, uh, Neil as a child is Max. Also, there's little... You know, little like hints, um like Maximilian, the last mm-hmm. four letters of Maximilian inverted or flipped around as Neil. You know, little things like that. But I think it definitely makes sense that um Neil is Max. yeah And I think it'd make the movie even more powerful.
1: Yeah. I I heard that theory like a day or maybe even the same night I saw the movie. and then I just thought and then I thought um, you know it's possible It's, but I don't think it really is I thought you know if, if it were if it were Nolan would have just wrote it in the movie so everyone knows but the more I think of it I think he is Neil I I have no doubt Max is Neil and I bet if Nolan were asked because as you said, Tomas, Nolan was asked about Inception, and uh, I'm going to spoil Inception right now. Um, so if you if you don't want to get spoiled by Inception, come back in like a minute. Um, or like fast forward like a minute. But yeah, so Nolan was asked about Inception, uh, Leo DiCaprio's character, I think Dom, he, he had that little spinner thing to tell if you were in a dream, and if it kept spinning, you were in a dream. Um, at the end of the movie he spinned it when he finally spun. he spun it thank you thank you grammar police he spun it at the end of the movie to tell whether um, him being reunited with his kids is a um, um, is a dream or not and and he just did, he looked away from the that spinner thing
0: he finally looked at his kids and face and he finally
1: looked at his kids face but the spinner thing kept on spinning as the movie faded out. Yeah, and it, it's possible that it stopped. But Nolan, anyway, Nolan was asked, "Did the did the spinner th- stop?" And Nolan said, "Well, um, it doesn't matter when it whether it stops or not. What matters is Dom looked away from the spinner and looked at his kids because he was able to move on." Um, so yeah, um. So. That and that's very Nolan. Like, I like that answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could just see if like Nolan would ask, Is Max Neil is Neil Max grown up? I could just see Nolan as saying something like, Well, what do you think? Yeah, because it doesn't matter what I think. What do you think? What is your experience with it? And then you'd say, Oh, I think it is. Well, that's what matters, isn't it? Something mm-hmm. like that, because of course, Nolan's Nolan, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's. I think it is. In my head canon, it is. It is. And I know in yours too, right, Tomas? I would say so. hmm Well, I'll say, like, I don't know what else you had to say I'll, about this movie. I'll, I need to say something about Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Is, You know, people throw shade at him because he was in Twilight. Right. Yeah. The Twilight movies. Um, the Twilight movies, yeah. Some of them got their issues. Right. I'll just say this that the first Twilight movie Tomas I'm a fan of and me I too. believe you are too me too it's not it's not a masterpiece uh, although I think I guess if you're really a fan of it I suppose you can make an argument that in a sense it is but it, yeah it's it's nothing it's not the most great special movie ever but I think it's a pretty good movie and I even say New Moon is fine I haven't seen much of the other ones but I know like the last one isn't that great but the ending is kind of like Endgame, like the collage. The end credits. The end credits is just like Endgame, and it came out in 2012. It's pretty funny. But yeah, in, in any case, Pattinson gets shade. Throw, people throw shade at Pattinson for being up in those movies. I never throw shade at him. Um, But I will say this. After seeing this movie, after seeing Tenet, I am extremely looking forward to seeing Robert Pattinson play Batman. And not only that, I think I I know that Robert Pattinson would be an excellent. He'd be a perfect James Bond. I he just would. He has a perfect look. Um, like Con, Sean Connery has a good look. Um, a few others. Uh, like George Lazenby. I think his name is. He was only in one, Her Majesty's Secret Service, which was a um, very highly rated. He's got a good look. Craig, not so much, but Daniel Craig still suits it with his, like, persona. And he just, he has that demeanor. But Pattinson, everything about him is James Bond. He, um, I think, so I, I'm saying it here. I hope, I hope they cast Pattinson as James Bond. I heard on some, online somewhere that it's a possibility they're looking at Pattinson for Bond. Um... And they're looking at Pattinson to be i believe in the m c u or some star Wars mo- no no some star Wars movies, so I don't know what um they do what he'd be in that, but yeah um pattinson, I'm a big fan of him now, and of course the Batman hopefully he'll be bond um whether he will or not, I hope he does it's possible. Batman, it makes me look forward to the Batman even more so. So Tomas, what, what do you think about on that?
0: Yeah, I've been looking forward to the Batman for uh, quite a while now. It's been um, ever since I heard that uh, um, the Riddler is going to be a bad guy. He's going to be the main uh, villain in this film, mm-hmm. along with um, the uh, Penguin and Catwoman. And um, it's going to have it's gonna be a really detective-like film, noir-type yep. film. Mm-hmm. Um, that just really got me looking forward to this film. And um, also, when I heard Pattinson was gonna be in, I thought, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know how Edward Cullen would be as a Batman, but I thought, you know, he kind, uh, we'll see. He'll probably do okay. And um, yeah, I think he's he's definitely gonna deliver. But yeah, you know, I know that you're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, that's yes. gonna that's gonna wrap up our uh, our podcast today. Yes, we can talk about uh, Pattinson's Batman, Pattinson, yes. another time. Yes. Also, it's the Halloween season. We're planning on uh, maybe doing a Halloween themed episode. Of course, looking or forward to that. Maybe a few episodes. I mean. Maybe a few. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thank you everyone for for listening to the Poly Film Bros today.
1: We might have another guest on within the next couple months, maybe not this yeah. month. Yeah, um, we're we're planning on having another guest. Right. So, so that would be fun. And um, what else was I going to say? Oh yeah, I have still not seen the Mandalorian trailer. Um, I know, but I'll I'll see it soon. Man, I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah. Stranger Things uh, is apparently filming. There's a lot of news. Mm-hmm. That we'll. We can just hit on that our next episode. Yep. Before we leave, Tomas, I'm just going to say one more time. If we could say each, like, maybe describe Tenet in one word. Mm Mm-hmm. Or or maybe three words if you want. Posterity. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. I don't know. And then, like, like, one word, your favorite thing about it. And, like, just, if you want a rating out of ten or whatever, if you don't, that's fine. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. You uh you want to go first or do you want me? To go I
1: first? I guess you. I I can go first if you're not ready. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say. It's incredible. Yeah. It's exhilarating. And it's um. It's amazing. And I would say, highly recommend. I'd say nine out of ten. Maybe not quite ten because it does slow down parts that to where it doesn't quite reach the potential it could and but still it's it's close enough to where i'd if it were just five i i'd give it five out of five because nine is close enough Mm -hmm. out to ten yeah um i highly recommend it i'll say i love the characters pattinson he's my favorite like uh neil played by pat robin pattinson surprise surprise he's my favorite character Mm -hmm. um i like john david wish washington who's apparently uh um, Denzel Washington's son, I believe. Really? Yes. So that's pretty cool. Um, Elizabeth Debicki, Kenneth Branagh is Sator, who directed Cinderella, Thor, and um, Murder on the Orient Express. He played Gildroy Lockhart in Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. So, um, and of course, Aisha, as I said before, is in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. No, I'm sorry, not Aisha. Elizabeth Debicki plays Aisha in. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 um, which I love I have to mention but it, yeah the cast is incredible um, acting amazing. the acting they nail it soundtrack. Nolan the soundtrack is great Ludwig Göransson. if they did a Batman Beyond movie Ludwig Göransson is the man um, Batman Beyond especially my gosh right and um, it, it's the script is just made for these actors and I think um, the cinematography especially a certain points it's just a ride and see it in theaters while it's there support the movie it's it's fantastic so yeah it is incredible it's exhilarating it is amazing um it's tenant and go see it. it you will not regret it that's those are my final thoughts on that movie so Tomas.
0: um yeah well i'd probably give it a 8.7 out of 10 okay maybe a little higher close enough but um uh, yeah, very... All the work that had to go into the film must have been just immeasurable, insane. And, um, like you said, basically everything you said, acting, soundtrack, mm-hmm. everything was great. Yep. The production, well, except for some parts of the sound mixing. Mm-hmm. But everything, you know, was just really amazing. And I guess if I had to say one or two words, I guess Seder Square. Okay. Um. Just because the Seder Square... Uh, if you don't know, um, uh, basically it's, uh, yeah. it's, uh, like, it's a, uh, or I guess they also call it the Rotas Square. It's, it's a word, squ- uh, it's like a square containing five words, um, and I guess they, it's a, uh, they found it somewhere in Latin, um, yeah. uh, I, f- I hear they found it somewhere in, um, What's that place called? Pompeii.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And yeah. it just says Seder, Aurepa Arepo, Tenet, Opera, Rotas. And and it all lines up um if you uh, it all lines up with tenant.
1: Vertically and diagonally Vertical- in with, the
0: middle. With the N yeah. in the center. Yes. Yeah. It all lines up with tenant. And Seder is the bat is uh, the antagonist. Yep. Aripo is the um art dealer. Tenant is the operation, you know. Mm mm-hmm. um Opera, you know, is what happens in the beginning. Yep. Rotas is the security company that's holding the, um, paint, the the painting. The painting. Yeah. So it, you know that's t- I mean I mean I guess if you were to s- if you were to say some um I guess that would make sense say saying sure. that 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 would define the film, but I think just like a word mm-hmm. would probably be I don't know yeah. um.
1: Immeasurable, immeasurable. Interesting. Uh, the, I, I, I like that. Yeah, because you yeah. can't really put it down. Yeah, it's huge. Yes, it is. That, a that's a great word. It is a loop, and I, I'm gonna but use But he that closes
0: word. the loop, I think, at the end. Yes. You know, we're still figuring things out. Right. It's but yeah, I'd, I'd probably say immeasurable. It's just an immeasurable. I film. agree.
1: I, I'm gonna use immeasurable more, but uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing. So that that's uh that's tenant for y'all. Um Tomashi, you wanna to close us out? Yeah. As you were doing before I interrupted you to get the last one.
0: Yeah, well, thank you everyone for watching. As Listen. always. Oh, I'm sorry, listening, yeah.
1: We don't have video yet. Yeah, no video. Well, one day, one day. Yeah.
0: As always everyone, take care. God bless. Stay safe. Tune in next time. And uh may the force be with you guys. Always.